Welcome to House Talk Radio, where you'll hear from experts across the country educating you on all things house. Here are your hosts, Tony and Wendy Gambone. All right, so welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Wendy Gambone, and this is House Talk Radio from the Tough Talk Radio Network with a special guest, Debbie Boyle. Hi, how are you? Yes, we're doing great, and thanks for taking the time out to be with us today. Sure. Real quick, Debbie, what's your last name? Bloyd, B-L-O-Y-D. Okay. Well, you knew I was going to mess it up. That's just how I do it. Yeah. He's got a vocabulary of his own. You'll soon find out. Okay, we'll try again. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so when, why don't you start us off? Well, I'm just really excited to have you here today, and like we were just chatting, this is our first Zoom radio show so we're excited that you're our first guest thank you so much for thank you willing to do this with us and so first of all we want to find out where you're calling in from a little bit about who you are well i'm in frisco office today so i've I've got an office in frisco and i've got an office in college station and i kind of run back and forth between the two i stay pretty busy i stay on the road a lot i was just gonna say you're on the road quite a bit exactly Exactly. So I do lending all across the state. So I I have closings in Houston and in Austin. So I really do travel to all my closings. And and with the COVID-19, it's it's been kind of hard. I stay at the office more, so I'm available in case they have questions. And they just put me on speakerphone when they close. I get to go to a couple of the closings, but not near as many as I used to. Yeah. Do you like that better? You know, it, it doesn't matter. I, I know my most of my clients come to me by referrals and I'd like to get to know people. So it's really hard not to ever hug them and congratulate them on their new homes. Yeah. I'm sending closing gifts now by UPS rather than taking them to the closings exactly. You know, I, I just rather have the hands on, but, but this is fine for now. Mm. I'm the same way. I prefer the face-to-face, the hands-on, the hugs. I'm a yeah. hugger, so yeah, it's, it's a little difficult for me. It's a super stressful process for people. And I think that they always like to know who's on the other side of that. So we do a lot of Zoom calls now ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's the future. Um, what, what is your thought on that as far as, you know, a while back, everyone said it was gonna go blockchain technology and now we're into Zoom technology. And what do you think of that? I, you know, I think this is the wave of the future. Um, everybody, could have done this before, but it takes something like this pandemic to really make it a reality. And and it makes everyone that's not so good on video learn to take videos. I take a lot of videos and I I send introduction emails and videos now to everybody. Um, I've even made videos about the loan process so people can get to know me and see me um, instead of just talking on the phone all the time. Um, I do a lot of social media. And I think that's kind of why now I'm, I'm more comfortable in front of the camera and um, I, I want them to know my personality and, and to know, you know, what I'm doing to help them. It's just so hard over the phone sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think this makes it I, better, really. But like you said, you have to get comfortable with it. You, you, know, like, you do. Most people don't think they're camera ready. And like today, I didn't curl my hair because um, <laughs> I thought we were doing this by radio. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wear my curlers and I'm a little bit fluffier on days that I do videos and I and I do um, all TV interviews. Um, but but that's changing, too. You know, people like to see the real you, whatever that may be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Transparency sells. 
Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really it does. does. It really nobody's does. perfect, and we appreciate. Hey, she doesn't look so great today either. Although exactly, yeah, exactly. And you look fabulous. So oh, thanks. Hmm. So I have a question. I want to talk uh, today about COVID nineteen. I mean, that hmm. seems to be a popular subject, and uh, the reverse mortgage has kind of blown up. And so sure. for for our, for our listeners out there, uh, we always try to provide education for them. So can you first explain what a reverse mortgage is and then how it's blown up and why? Sure. So a reverse mortgage is just a way if you're 62 or older, in some states it's 60, uh, for you to access the equity that you have in your house and use that equity in a better way, uh, maybe to pay bills or take vacations or to invest and, and not have it all in your house. You know, a lot of our seniors were raised to the belief that they had to have their house paid for. And that's just not the case. Once you have it paid for, you're kind of sitting on that golden egg. And there's no way for you to access that money except to take it out in a loan and to keep living where you're living. So people are finding that a reverse mortgage really can help them stretch their money further. Don't have to tap into their investment money quite as fast as they would otherwise. So it's becoming um, very sought after even in the financial markets. If you keep a line of credit in that house and you don't pull all that money out at once, you're able to make interest on that money just like you would in a mutual fund. And so that's why I think it's more readily acceptable right now than it has been in years past. Mm. Mm. Wow, yeah, I mean, I've heard of reverse mortgage. I, was, I knew kind of what it was, but I, I never heard it put like where you could instead investing the investing. Well, so you can use that money that you get out for anything. So I have people that, you know, we, as you get older, it's not so much about the assets that you have. It's about the cash flow that you have coming in every month. And so a lot of people are depleting their securities, their IRAs, their retirement plans, and they're living off that money. But your house is a great source of income for you as well. And this is the only tool that allows you to keep living in the house and accessing the money at the same time. Every other kind of loan you have to pay back. A reverse is the only kind of loan that you don't have to. So it's working out really good for my seniors. Um, once they get that money out, you know, not everybody wants to use that money to live on. They don't need it for instant cash. What they need it for is to get more income coming in. Mm -hmm. So I have people that buy investment properties and duplexes and fourplexes and single families to invest that money they only need 20 to 25% to, to buy an investment property and they get that cash flow. So the cash flow is the part that they're looking for. Right. Which is way, way better interest than anywhere else that may, may be even sitting. So sure. Sure. And, and so a reverse doesn't hinge on your credit because you're not paying it back. So, you know, you may not really believe this, but a lot of seniors don't have the best credit after a while because they have, co-signed for kids and grandkids and they've taken out student loans for people and people don't always pay them back and so their credit suffers a lot of my seniors really have bad credit as they age um, just because of this they, they've allowed other people to use their credit and they haven't taken good care of it so they're not able to get a traditional loan like you or i can also their income levels aren't the same so you can't qualify to take all that money out of your house if you can't qualify to pay it back a reverse mortgage is the only loan that allows that to happen. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, I learned a lot. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, that's sure. the beauty of doing these shows, which you know you do a lot of podcasting as well. You learn so much 
Uh, well, you know, everybody has a different story. And so when I do still mailings the old fashioned way and talk to seniors every day, and they all have a different reason for needing that money out. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times, you know, we don't plan correctly. And you asked me about COVID-19, how has this affected all the lending world? It's changed it in a lot of ways. They require much higher credit scores to do some of the entry-level loans than they did. They require more money down. They've got special overlays on top. We have to verify someone's employment now like three times during the process. And the day before they send the money and we wire and actually close and fund the loan, they're actually calling that employer again to make sure they haven't lost their job. So it's tedious and it's over and over and over and we still have to keep doing it because that's the new rules that's the new normal um, because of COVID-19 it's also made my seniors really sketchy and scared of what's going to happen but you know between you and me we should have already been this way you're you know you've always heard that we're just one or two paychecks away from bankruptcy and that is really true a lot of people couldn't weather just a month of not having any income and they took this uh, deferred um, uh, forbearance on their payments. Um, that's a problem now. And I, they, they touted it like it was a great mm -hmm. thing. And what it's actually doing is coming back to bite my clients because you cannot refinance if you've, you're in that forbearance program. Um, they put forbearance on all the student loans. So everybody that comes to me now as a first-time homebuyer trying to buy a house they can't because their loans are in forbearance and they're not making payments on them and that goes against the lender's rules. So a lot of this, sorry to say crap, that the government is infringing on us as people is actually hurting my buyers when they goes to buy a house. And nobody told them that. A lot of the student loans, they didn't have a choice. It just went into forbearance. They didn't elect into that. So that's a problem too. It's made it really hard for people to buy houses and actually put them off buying houses until September comes when the forbearance is lifted on their student loans. Nobody told them that. Yeah, and that's, you know, I was listening to um, a gentleman we know, he's in the mortgage industry, and he was also saying that if you got the forbearance on your mortgage after three months, you'd have to pay all three months. At the all end. three months is back and clear. So they yeah. said, don't use it unless you need it. Well, right. those people, even if they needed it, and Where are you going to come up with three months if you couldn't come up with the one month, right? So we are, we're, we're going to see a lot of foreclosures coming up because right. people just aren't going to be able to make the payments on their house now. Right. Yeah. And all the investors are speaking about the foreclosures coming because yeah. right now yeah. it's, a, it's a seller's market, mm -hmm. but in, in three to six months time, that's going to change a lot, I think. It is. I mean, I have a real estate license, so I practice and sell for friends and family and clients. And um, I was on a call yesterday uh, signing up for different banks to be part of their foreclosure process to where I would get assigned properties to help them liquidate. So it's going to be a big deal in a few months. Right. Right. So if you're an investor and you're listening to this show, what's a piece of advice for them? I would say sit there with your money on the sidelines for a few more months. It's going to get better. Rates are going to stay down as long as it's an election year and the election year is going to be a mess. It was going to be a mess anyway. And right. I said last year as a financial person, you know, election years are always down markets. So I, I went to all my holdings in cash and I moved a lot of my clients money to cash because it did take a 30% dump this year, but it's coming back. Uh, but it keeps dumping again and again. That's going to happen in election year. All of us in the financial world knew that. That's part of a, an election year. We look forward to that. 
we didn't know anything about the COVID-19 stuff. So the market did tank for different reasons, but we were still prepared. So, you know, some people keep saying, well, we didn't know this was coming. If you have a good financial advisor, they did know it was coming because it's an election year. We all knew it was coming. Right. It's right. just, what do you do? Do you get out of it or do you take the loss? And, and I would rather get out of it and sit on the sideline for a year than lose 30% and have to build it back. So you think it's going to come back within the year? Oh, yeah, it'll come back. You know, it may take a year and a half. I mean, it really hinges on what happens in this election. Um, this is a pivotal year. You've got the government dealing with uh, shutting down businesses and really uh, getting more involved in our economics than they should. And so you have a lot of businesses hurting. You have them. You have the Fed propping up the money markets right now by making everything um, keep the interest rates low. But that would be fine if everybody was still employed. But when you tell, we shut down all the businesses and tell people to go home and then you lower the rates, there's not a lot of people buying. All of my customers that have purchased in the last year are coming back to refinance for even lower rates. Then we, uh, I have a guy today just called me. We did his loan in October. He got four and a half percent on a 30 year. We thought we were doing great. He just built his home. He came back to me yesterday, the day before, and said, I want to refinance. I hear rates are down the twos, and I'll buy it down. So he is. He's taken a 15-year note in the twos, and he'll be set now forever. Um, okay. He won't have to refinance again. He built his dream home last year, and he's got it. I can't believe it going any lower than the twos. So he's timed the market right. Yeah. Do, do you think... Do you think we're being kind of not purposely, I'm not going to use that word, but do you think we could put ourselves in a setup to fail situation going through this? Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of people have already set themselves up to fail because they, they weren't diversified. They didn't, I mean, I do a lot of jobs. I'm a mortgage lender. I do insurance. I, um, I do real estate and I do financial planning. So Everybody thought I was crazy a few years ago. And now I, you know, I have a great steady stream of income. No matter what the economy, I'm still out here cranking out business. So I'm not really that crazy. Most people don't zig and zag very well with the changes of life. You know, if they're teachers, they're teachers and they're a teacher and they're going to be a teacher and they're just going to wait to come back and teach when the fall, when the school opens. I don't know why people can't get other jobs and work from home. And, you know, so I'm recommending to my clients to diversify. A little bit and do more things learn a different trade this is a great time to go back to school to to get a second kind of job um really develop your hobbies into money um i don't know i i get on tiktok now and i explain to people on tiktok about looking at houses and and you would not believe the educational videos on tiktok you know they're only 15, 20 seconds long, but they tell you how to fix your credit, how to do paintings, how to remake your kitchen. You can learn how to like yeah, really. have to do it. We've been talking about it's it on TikTok. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's super humorous. Yeah. I mean, there's people dancing and having fun, but there's also a lot of educational stuff. So I'm on there as a dollar diva and I and I talk money and finances and investments. So come find me on TikTok and you know, I have a way to post those videos on TikTok and then it lets me allow to post them on Instagram and Facebook right after. So right. TikTok's got great music. It's really fun. It really does stand You do all the moves? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I promised my kids I would not dance on TikTok. So I point to words, but I don't dance. That would just embarrass them. So, so But that's what we have kids for, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's yeah. kind of my job. I promise, though, so I'm not going to dance. So let's talk about the sign behind you. 
Yeah. The meaning of life is that. to give your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away or is to find, is find your gift and then to give it away. It, it is. I mean, I think I'm a helper. This is a pretty stressful time for people. And I used to say I was just a little mortgage lender. I was just a little money girl. And, and now I've become a financial planner and, and I do insurance and I do long-term care and I really take care of my seniors. So I have seniors, I have first time home buyers and I'm just a facilitator helping you in that money world. So, I mean, I had a client that named me as her beneficiary. She passed away last week. I'm a beneficiary and the executor of her will. I have to liquidate it for her children that are my age. Kind of creepy because they're like, why did she pick you? Because I know how to sell her house. I know how I did a reverse mortgage for her. And I, I helped her invest her money in annuities that she lives on. So I was at every step of the way and her kids don't have that skill set. So I'm learning that I'm, I'm more of a money helper than anything. And I don't know that's a technical name, but I think that is my gift now. Uh, People used to say, why can't you just pick one thing and do it? Because you guys, as a family, you need a CPA, uh, uh, someone to to do your paperwork for your wills and your estates. You need a financial planner to at least make sure you're on the right path of how you invest your money so that you have money when you grow old. And then as you get older, you need different things too. So I have something, um, I'm like a senior specialist. So I've gotten licensed to be a CSA, it's a certified senior advisor. And so I talk to people with dementia. I, I help the families through a lot of stuff. So, you know, I don't, I have like nine business cards. You know, I can, it's like a deck of cards. I can help you do any of these things. But it's important because if you guys call me and, and want to buy a house, then, I mean, I'm talking to you about your investments. Do you really want to borrow money from your 401k to put down on a house? Or is there some other way to do that? Or if you call me for a reverse mortgage, let's look at your investments and see if there's not something else that you can do instead. It's not a all or nothing. It's a little bit of everything. And truly, when you make these big financial decisions, you probably need to have your CPA, your financial planner, your mortgage lender, all in the same room helping you so that you actually have a better idea of what you're doing. And I can plan out a great plan for you, but if it has really bad tax ramifications when it gets to your CPA, they're not going to be happy. Um, Just like when you uh, try to develop your estate, you know, if you if you don't have things invested in insurance and you have them in mutual funds, you know, so my clients that, that are the, the, the siblings of this person that I'm taking care of, she invested in an annuity. Well, that's insurance. So that money comes to them tax free. Um, they don't have to pay any capital gains on it. They don't pay an inheritance tax or any estate tax. It's tax free money. So that's a much better deal for them and for her then let's say mutual funds or stocks that she had to sell because then they'll have to pay capital gains. So, and they'll have to pay estate taxes and that has to go through probate. So depending on how much you have and what you have has total ramifications on the tax benefits or the problems for your, your, the people that you leave behind. So it's all important. And what I love is everything that you do kind of goes into the next thing. Right. So well, yeah, yeah, you can be a, a mortgage lender and give someone great advice to buy uh, investment properties, but know nothing about how to set them up in an LLC to defer all their liabilities or even how that works. You merely do 
like I got a call the, the, just five minutes ago before we went on to air. Uh, a lady was looking for a house with one of my real estate agents. They were looking at, at homes and she was going to put in an offer. And, and the agent said, you better call Debbie, make sure you're pre-approved. So she called me and she just got laid off of her old job because of COVID. She now is a 1099 employee. And I'm like, oh, sweetheart, you can't buy. You can't buy unless you've been a 1099 employee for two years. Right. And she's like, well, what do I have to do? I'm like, you have to turn back into a W-2. She goes, well, they're going to hire me in October as a W-2. I'm like, then you have to wait till then. So it's, it's helpful to know more than just the average bear when it comes to all this stuff, because then you can tell people, no, I can't help you now, but this is what you need to do to get better. This is how you'd have to improve your credit to get better. I talked to somebody else today that said, I've been turned down by a couple banks. You can't help me either. And I'm like, what is the problem? And they go, well, my credit is 570. And I'm like, no, I've got loans that go down to 550. And they're like, why doesn't anybody know about this? Because you're talking to Chase Bank and Chase doesn't do anything under 720 right now. They don't yeah. want to lend. I'm a broker. I'm independent. I do have outlets for you. There's something called a bank statement loan that we do um, for self-employed people to where we don't take money from your tax returns. We use the money off of your bank accounts for your business. That's what we qualify you with. So self-employed people can buy now. Uh, of course, Chase and Wells Fargo and those banks, they don't have any loans like that. Right. So right. it really pays to know who you're talking to and to talk to the right people. Uh, you know, my self-employed people usually can't qualify for a traditional loan. So right. you just don't know what to do with them. We're self-employed. Yeah. And you, you know. write everything off, right? Your CPA does a great job of writing everything off. You make $25,000 a year on, on food stamps and you're in a $600,000 house. So the way to get that is through a bank statement. Right, That's right. how we bought our first house. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're still around. So a lot of the lenders that do specialty loans have gone out of business or they just are not funding loans right now. But a lot of them are. You just have to go to a broker, someone like me that, I mean, I'm signed up with like 25 different companies. And I keep getting emails from companies all the time saying, we're still here. This is what we do. We go down to 550 credit scores. Now, the interest rate is going to be 6 or 7%. Right, but right. I've been a broker since 98 when subprime was all the rage and everybody did subprime loans. And then they went away in 2008 and, and now they're back. They're called Alt-A. Subprime is just a dirty word. You know, <laughs> they call now? Same thing. Alt-A? They're called Alt-A. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How can people get in touch with you? People listening to this, how can they connect with you to get more information or to hire you to do the, you know, some of the stuff for them? Sure. Um, so I am on TikTok, um, uh, Dollar Diva Debbie on TikTok. Um, I'm on Instagram as DLB Mortgage Services, a little bit more sophisticated there. Uh, Facebook is DLB Mortgage. So, and, and I've, I've got a cell phone number um, that I have with me on my person all day. That number is 979-220-3018. I work a lot of nights and weekends because that's when my people can talk. So I do work a lot, but it's gobs of fun. I wouldn't have it any other way. And you're a senior specialist. I am. Yeah. So I talk to a lot of people as they age and their families and try to help them move money into better assets that are safer as they age. Um, a lot of times, you know, seniors don't want to take the safe route and they still want to be in the market and making money. And there's ways to do that. That's going to be a benefit when they pass away and leave that money to their family. So we try to, 
move their money around a little bit to put everybody in a better tax situation at the end. And so what kind of money are you talking about? Is it a 10,000? Is it 50,000? Can they do something with- I don't have any minimums. I'm starting IRAs for friends, for their kids at $500 um, you know, to start an account. Um, and then I have people that have millions of dollars with me. Uh, it, it just, it all depends. I try to help everybody. So I'm, I'm helping first time home buyers and people with not good credit. I'm also helping people with bank statement loans and people that buy million dollar homes. So to me, if you have a social and you have money, I will help you. I'll help you save the money. I'll help you get better credit so that you can get a down payment or, you know, there's a lot of financial assistance programs out there. A lot of them are just shut down right now. So my clients don't have that option. So they, you know, a lot of people call and they haven't saved any money up and they don't qualify for USDA loans or um, a VA loan. And those are the only two right now that are requiring no money down but you have certain requirements of each of those. So it doesn't really matter to me. I help everybody. So time goes quickly on these shows. Sure. You host the show. And I do. How can people find out about that, connect to it, be a guest on it? Because I imagine there's some great information on your show. Yeah, I'm already yeah, I'm, be a I do. I do interviews like this on it, and then I just talk um, a lot about stuff that we've talked about. Yeah, really passionate about it. Um, so I have a podcast. It's called Dollar Diva Debbie. That was the name my first boss and radio gave me. And um, so I kind of went back to that. So anywhere that there's iTunes or Spotify, you download podcasts. I have a podcast there. And I think there's probably 50 or 60 of them now. I put one out every week. And so people can learn different things. Sometimes it's real estate. Sometimes it's just business practices in general. So I talk to business coaches. Um, I work with a lot of small businesses. So sometimes it's setting up, you know, retirement plans through a small business. Um, and then other times it's, uh, you know, how do you have a pool loan and, and shove it together with your mortgage and pay less? So we talk about refinancing and purchasing as well. Anything and they can, find, they can find that on moneystrategieswithdebbie.com, correct? That's it. Yes, sir. Yeah, very good. Hey, we can't thank you enough for being with us here today. There's, I know I have at least 10 more questions yeah. and it would take up another <laughs> hour or so of time. We'll have to have you back. Yes. Can we do this again? This was fun. Thank yeah, it was you. awesome. But I have one really important question that all yes. my listeners are always wondering about. Okay. When can they buy your book? You know, I, I have tried to write a book several times and I get sidetracked. So um, I think I've got the podcast now. I've got the radio show. I think I can do a book. Maybe by the end of the year, I'll so kind of crank one we out. We put together compilation books where people start out by writing a chapter. We're going to have to connect and get you to put a chapter so people, yeah. if you're so, if, and when you're transparent, you know, that builds your following. I don't know if you need any more people following you now that you're, you know, <laughs> I need all the people I can get. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're probably good. Yeah, yeah you're, you're dollar diva. Debbie, so I don't know, but I'd like to get that story out there. Yeah, so. yeah you got it. Call me anytime. We we'll really you. appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, folks, that's our show for today. I want to make sure that everybody here has, uh, well, has had an opportunity to reach out to Debbie. You can go to moneystrategieswithdebbie.com. That's Debbie with I-E-B-E-B-B-I-E. -E -E. Very good. And, and Dollar Diva Debbie on TikTok. Just type in Dollar Diva Debbie in your Google search, and I'm sure she's going to pop up. 
Worst case scenario, reach out to us, info at Tough Talk Radio Network, and we will make a personal introduction to you. Once again, Debbie, thank you so much for your time today. Really thank you guys so much. This was fun. All right. Thanks for listening to House Talk Radio. We'll be back next week with another distinguished guest. You won't want to miss it. And don't forget to check us out at housetalkradio.com. <laughs>